Meta Skills. The first book I read devoted to change many decades ago was Future Shock by the American futurist Elvin Toffler. Its thesis? Elvin Toffler argued that society is undergoing an enormous structural change, a revolution from an industrial society to super-industrial society. This change overwhelms people. He argues that the accelerated rate of technology and social change leaves people disconnected and suffering from shattering stress and disorientation. Future shocked. For a book written in 1970, prescient. Recently, I've become fascinated with meta-skills, sometimes referred to meta-competencies. Why are meta-skills essential to acquire in your 20s in order to thrive? Well, as Elvin Toffler said all those years ago, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn and relearn. Perhaps a definition of meta-skills is helpful at this point, which is overarching competencies that are relevant to a wide range of work settings and which facilitate adaption and flexibility on the part of the organisation. Meta-competencies are usually said to include learning, adapting, anticipating and creating change. The biggest certainty in the 21st century is the unpredictability of the future. The winners will be those who can adapt the fastest and embrace ambiguity. One meta-skill I've been working on lately is prioritisation, or more succinctly put, the art of single-mindedness. You're all younger than me. Consider learning from my mistakes. I encourage you to learn to prioritise early in your lives, in your quest for a better, more consequential, more deliberate one. GGC had the foresight years back to pioneer and develop the Burnback School, a case study-based learning system, in part designed to spearhead a perpetually future-forward approach to DDB Group Philippines operations. Powered by Omnicom University, our holding company's corporate university, case studies, the Burnback School, or what we call TBS, added business benefit, perhaps lost on participants at the time, is that it increases one's self-confidence, the ability to frame and put a thoughtful point of view and to collaborate to solve problems from a different perspective. In addition, as you'd expect me to say, the meta-skills gained from case study instruction is seemingly endless. Meta-skills in this context is a long-lasting ability for someone to learn new things more quickly. Can I suggest a few meta-skills you are likely to gain from the case study method, competencies that will better set you up to learn and lean into ambiguity. Preparation. Those of you who have experienced TBS will know the value of preparation. Some may remember a sunny September morning in Yadi Polo a few years back, huddled around Judd, reviewing the Shoaldice Hospital financials. Perhaps the dreaded cold call at the opening of the case discussion may have had a lasting impact, which underscores the value of preparation. Learning to be prepared is quite literally a learnt skill. As Louis Pasteur, a French chemist and microbiologist, once wisely said, chance favours the prepared mind. By thoroughly reading briefing papers or previous contact reports well in advance of a meeting, 
you'll perform better. You'll have a deeper grasp of the facts and understanding of the key issues and will have had time to formulate a reasoned point of view. We gravitate towards people who know what they are talking about. We're more likely to trust what they're saying. They exude confidence. If you ever hear someone utter, don't worry, we'll wing it, prior to a meeting, my advice, cancel it. Chances are it won't turn out well. Focus. Many cases are long. The case method encourages us to identify and focus on what is important, what matters. As many of you know, cases often have holes. Critical pieces of information are sometimes purposely omitted, giving you the opportunity to think more creatively. As busy executives who are regularly confronted with an overload of information or paucity of it, the ability to zero in on what matters is vital. Bias recognition, or as I commonly call it, battling groupthink. We all work with people from different backgrounds and experiences, different functions and perspectives. I was always taught in sport or in academic circles, play with or hang around people who are better than you, meaning they will lift your performance to a higher level faster. We don't grow listening to people who have the same viewpoint as us. Echo chambers are never good for business. Recognising and correcting personal bias is an invaluable meta-skill. What do we learn from case study discussions? Well, to become better, more empathetic listeners. Judgment. Those who have participated in TBS will know I often put the group into the role of the case protagonist, forcing you to formulate and defend positions or decisions to take an action or take a course of action to choose an option. This enables you to develop the judgment of making decisions under uncertainty, knowing you may not have all the facts, then communicating those decisions with the view to gaining buy-in from a number of constituents, practicing and perfecting your leadership skills. Collaboration. Practice makes permanent. Practice the right things over a period of time, they become a permanent part of your makeup. We make decisions through debate and deliberation. As GGC often says, the sum of us is always better than one of us. Collaboration delivers business creativity. Case study discussions teach us to become better participants and leaders of meetings. Orchestrating or facilitating conversations is also a valuable skill we practice as part of the case method. Curiosity. I do wish we prioritised, there's that word again, our time with the aspiration to be more curious, to look up and out above our laptops, to observe people's behaviours. Case discussions encourage us to assume different roles, take on different personas, helping us to understand motivations. Within the safety of the case, we can constantly ask the question why. What possessed the protagonist to take a certain course of action? Related to this point, and aside, when children stop asking why, in my view, is a sad day indeed. Remaining curious throughout your life makes you more agile, adaptive, and open to fresh thinking. Self-confidence. Over past years, I've had the good fortune of teaching cases to undergrads, right through to seasoned executives. 
as many of you know, one of my favourite cold calls at the opening of a case discussion is, what would you do if you were dot 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 the case protagonist? Speaking up in a room of peers is no easy task. With practice, discussing possibly 12 cases over three days, you get more comfortable taking risks, become bolder in your views. Self-confidence is hard to teach and learn, but the case study method, in my view, seems to boost it. In closing, like learning to play a musical instrument when you were a child, it's not just about playing it well, it's more about exercising different parts of your brain. So it is with the study of case studies. Have a great day.